All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. Welcome to According to Michelle with Michelle Pause. Taylor. Pause. What did you just say? According to Did I say Friday? You you sure did. Dang. You sure did. I no, said Friday. no type of correction. I thought you were saying pause because I was getting feedback. No, no, like yeah, feedback. But you li- happy Friday, guys. It's the according to Michelle. What? Michelle has never been on a Friday. We don't do anything like that. Just let you know where my head is right now. Are you okay? I think so. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, am I serious? Is it seriously? It's not Friday. Not even close. Say. Like. I mean... It's close, but... I feel like, like we need to run that back. Do you want to start on Fridays? Is that what you're getting at? Or No. Wait, do I want to take people into the weekend? Hmm. I did just get approached by another radio station. Hmm. Okay. And they were like, I feel like this is something we should talk about. Maybe I should have a... When it was it Friday? I know. <laughs> people on Instagram. Okay, I'm starting over. Welcome to According to Michelle. Guys, what's up? Happy Wednesday. Uh, yes. Hump day <laughs> in the house. What's up, guys? Welcome to Real 1100 AM. Michelle Taylor Willis right here. The hardest working woman in the ATL. Those are Westside Builder ATL's words, not mine. What is going on, guys? Special shout out to everybody. Facebook, YouTube, um, Ganyo Media followers, Instagram, Michelle Taylor Willis. What is going on? She said yes. You said it was Friday. (laughs) It's okay, girl. It happens. It does happen. I just wanted to be the weekend so badly. That's crazy. That's I can feel the weekend coming upon me. Doesn't it feel like Friday? Am I the only one who thinks it's Friday? I Everybody wants it to be everybody's like, eh. Nah, it's nah the way the way bills are set up is definitely Wednesday. The way so. my bills are set up. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um make, let me give a major shout out to everybody listening on Tune In, Welcome or iHeart Radio. And listen, I remind you guys every week. Team replay is a thing. If you are not listening right now, you don't know if you're not listening right now because you're not listening right now. But there's no reason for you not to be inspired, empowered, motivated, all these things. Because every Monday, the week's show before drops on every podcast platform in the nation. All you got to do is Google according to Michelle podcast or just go to your favorite podcast network and search for according to Michelle. And you can find me. I'm so easy. To be found, there is no reason for you not to be able to have any of the empty dubs in your life. You are so welcome. Yeah, unless you're just lazy, you know. It's pure laziness to just not go like this with your fingers. Yeah, it's like a common thing now. It is a it's very like a new common breathing. thing. Come on, guys. Like just searching, just searching. Welcome to everybody who is driving right now. If you're taking me home with you, don't tell my husband. I've been terrible. saying that for the last three weeks, and I just feel like it makes sense. Eventually. You know, he's just going to tune in. Eventually, you. he'll be like, uh, and the jig is that up. phone call you will get. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I love being in the car with you. Listen, 
our job is to make it fun for you. It is not just fun, it's entertaining, right? So we want to be informational, we want to be educational, we want to be entertaining, but we want to motivate you to do the things that our guests do. People sit around like, how do I do this? What do I do? I want to do this. There's no reason you can't do it. And we give you like perfect examples of what awesomeness looks like, of what significance looks like. Business owners, entrepreneurs, actors like we got today, um, directors, producers, teachers, uh, you know, anybody and everybody is on the show for you. I don't do this to listen to myself talk, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> yeah, let them know. <laughs> we got to let them know. I mean, we don't do it for our advertisers, although we love you guys and you can... Hit us up, info at ganyomedia.com if you like to advertise. But we do this for you. We do this to make you better. And every single week, every single week, my job is to make sure you got the world's best, not just Atlanta, not just Georgia, the world's best talent right here so that you can go and take the keys to the kingdom. Because that's what they do. They are literally giving you the keys to the kingdom. All you got to do is take them, stick them in the lock, and open the door. You're welcome. I am killing it with the, like... Little analogies. Metaphors. <laughs> yeah, metaphors. Just doing it. Okay. The last week has been sad and good at the same time. Yeah. A lot has happened since I sat here last week. Yeah, a lot. A lot. What you got? Um, let's start on a positive note. Okay. Y'all was still talking mess, but Miami tied it up. I don't uh, want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Game three tonight, guys. Um, very excited. But also, the city of Miami is going crazy right now. They just landed the GOAT of football. And I'm not talking about the uh Who? Did the I Dolphins. miss that? Um, yeah, maybe Messi. Lionel Messi. He just signed with their Miami intern team today. Really? Maybe not signed, but maybe What's that contract look like? <sighs> okay. Okay, you got to go search for it. No, okay. it's like, because I already know it's... Okay, while you're searching for it, I still say Denver's going to take it. His, uh, oh, really? Uh, yes. I keep forgetting I can't curse on here. Nah. After a year. After, yeah, after, you know, a year you're and a strong. Half, a year and a half, Michelle has to be reminded that she is not allowed to curse on the radio. What makes you think Miami's going to lose, though? They were the first team in the postseason to beat Denver at home. I get these feelings, Jarrell. I'm very intuitive. I feel like the higher one and I are very connected. Okay, okay. He likes to send me things. Sometimes good, sometimes not so good. One of the things, wait, hold on. Yep, still Denver. Wow. I cannot believe I just let you do that to me. <laughs> so there's that. Well, look, 305 till we got, baby. All right, that is, oh, uh, by the way, the contract um, could be worth $2.5 over 10 years. Billion? As yes. in boy? Yes, B as in boy. Holy finoli. Yes, B as in beach house. <laughs> yes. Which he will be able to buy tons of those. Oh, I, he can buy a country. <laughs> so wait a minute, two point five billion dollars? Yeah, you know soccer doesn't have a um, cap on the revenue. Pretty much just like baseball. Let me hold on. Let me call my. Let me call my kids. No, I'm telling you, man. Hey, little man, fast with it. He need to get on the field. Football. The right field. It's football. It's football, not football. Football is what we're playing these days, friends. Yeah, another soccer player just got a contract worth three mil for six hundred fifty-three million dollars. And you break it up in every year, that's 240-something million dollars. That is the cap of every NFL team. Sidebar. <laughs> yes. Sidebar, you got on a Miami Dolphins. And I hate everything about Miami Dolphins. That's crazy. Why you keep wearing stuff I don't like? Dude, I've been a Miami Dolphins I got to sit in this Georgia-inspired <laughs> studio. 
Now that is hilarious. How that I mean, it's just red and black everywhere. I've never talked about this, but I want y'all to understand that when I sit in the studio, I throw up a little bit in my mouth every week because I am a diehard Florida Gator. Okay. Even though DeSantis is lost, is his on mind. my crap list. Yeah, he's right lost now. his mind. Like we're not even doing. You know, we got the Moms All In conference coming back. Heads up, guys. Yeah. Moms All In conference will be in October. It'll be here in Atlanta. The reason it's at in Atlanta is because. DeSantis is ridiculous. We were actually going to have it on a beautiful beach Aww. in South Florida. And I literally was like, no, we're not doing it. And we brought it back, and it's going to be here now. Okay. Wait, you're going to have it in South Florida? Yeah. And though, for those of you who don't know, Moms All In is a brand that I created about five years ago for entrepreneurial women um, in seasoned businesses or who are in corporate America at a high level and are transitioning into starting their own businesses. We do a two, two and a half day conference around everything, physical health, sexual health, mental health, building a business, business plans, pro forma, legal, you know, parenting. That ain't no problem. Shoot. All of that stuff. No one can parent perfect, so I'll always love tips, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, you're like 10. You can't even have kids yet. First of all, I mean, just because you're correct doesn't mean I don't want to learn. <laughs> doesn't mean okay. I can't have kids. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, we were going to do it down in Florida, and now we're going to do it here in Atlanta. Okay. Well, as I mean, much as I love Florida. Yeah, it's closer to home. You know, look at the positives, you know? Anyway, I hate Miami. I never want to see that shirt again. You're definitely going to see the shirt again. I have this shirt in different variations. I got shorts to match. I just won't show you, but yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, Wait. Yeah. You mean? Basketball shorts. Got like, it. Not, not got boxer it. briefs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been with me long enough to know exactly where my <laughs> head went. He was like, wait a minute. Nah, dog. Wait nah. a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, let me give some quick shout-outs here to some of my Instagram people. Ooh, it's a lot of y'all. I can't get to everybody. What's up? One more question. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Late pass. How you doing? A light foot. What's going on? Event Logistics Consulting. Hello. Edmund James 11. How you doing? Naya. Next Level Creatives. How's it going? What's up, Westside Builders ATL? How are you? Norris Gurganius. So good to see you. Shout-out to Norris. Norris. He performed for us at the Taste of Sofu. Last week, which was amazing. Next Taste of Sofu, July 14th in Union City. We had so much fun. Hello. What's up, Crazy Devil X? Mm, okay. We got we to gotta read these in our heads before we say them out loud. Yeah, let me say. Remember that one guy we had? That, <laughs> that had was the, terrible. That was awful. <laughs> I couldn't even repeat it. And before I start, his handle and all the stuff he was saying was crazy. And then I was trying to read it. And as I read it, I was like, oh, don't say that out loud. It's too late. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of bleeps were added in that episode. A lot episode. of bleeps. What's up, Freestyle 444? That is the 757 in the house. CEO Vic, how you doing? Bethel Todd, hello. What's up, Von Shoel? How are you? Hey, hey, everybody say, hey, hey. Hi, hey, what's up? Hey, Michelle, hey, back. Okay, I do want to say this. What's up, Regina? Hey, G-Get, E-N-C, I-N-C, how's it going? Okay, I know that wasn't everybody, but drop your name in the comments if you want me to shout you out and give your business a shout out, put your name in the comments, tell me what you do, and I will make sure that everybody knows what it is. Um, all right, we got to take a break here in a quick second, and we're going to um, come back with our guests. But I did just want to say this really quickly, and I don't want to be, I don't mean to be sad. Okay. You said you're going to start on a positive note. Always. I don't know what about somebody else's $2 billion is positive for me. First of all, I don't know anything about know, why the Miami know. Dolphins if you and know, why you Miami know. winning right now. I'm not, if none of that know, is you great know. news. They've had a me. drought, okay? If you know, you know. Okay. None of that is positive for me. Someone from Florida, that's wild. But, you know, I, I, I'll leave it there. I'm selfish that way. That is crazy. Go on. <laughs> but I do want to just say. 
and just take a, a virtual moment of silence for the poor mother that was gunned down senselessly a couple days ago by her neighbor because her kids were playing in the yard and they dropped the iPad and she went to go retrieve the iPad. I'm sure some choice words were had, but nothing that would necessitate this woman shooting through her door and gunning this woman down who has four kids and no husband, no father. And they finally arrested her yeah. last night. Which was, you know, like you said, finally last night. You know, it's just one of those. Um, so I just want to, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but we talked about this last week. This gun violence crap is, is just, it's crazy. And she said, I think I read somewhere where she said she felt threatened or she felt like her life was threatened. Which is crazy to me. She had no, this woman had no, nothing on her. She was on the outside of her door. No, no weapons. She's on the backside inside her house shooting out. Yeah. I mean, how do you hate somebody so much? How do you hate somebody so much that you're willing to spend the rest of your life in jail for them? Well, I mean, you know. I mean, I, there, first of all, hate is a very strong word. Yeah, I just can't right. imagine being so just something with somebody that I'm willing to risk my life for you. Well, I can imagine loving you enough to risk my life for you. Yeah. But hating you enough to risk my life? Because, like, can she's I, done. Can I say something that's crazy? Something that's crazy. Uh, else? <laughs> 50 years ago, 60 years ago, what would have the consequences been? Well, you know, and it's just like I'm not not here to rub light on it, but it's just like that mind frame is still around where oh, you yeah. feel like you can do things and not be punished. Do whatever you want. So and she gets and she's in Florida. Oh, man. So there's that. OK, well, I didn't know we were keeping it there. Well, I mean, she's in Florida and we already know what's happening in Florida. So there's that. All right. I hate to end on that note, but let me give you something positive. We've got a fantastic show today. Wardell Richardson, the official Wardell Richardson, if you want to follow him, no the face. official, because there's unofficial ones out there. This is the real one. Is in the house today, <laughs> actor, director, um, business owner, entrepreneur, father, single father of a little girl. We're going to talk about all that stuff. He's giving us Mamba vibes today, mm. being a girl dad. We come back, we're going to talk about him, all he's got going on, building a business, building a film company. He's a veteran actor. We got all kinds of stuff to talk to him about and it's all uplifting and positive when we come back on the according to michelle radio show with michelle taylor willis right here on real 1100 a.m don't touch anything we'll be right back hey guys michelle taylor willis here and i just want to ask you have you checked out my latest book well i say latest book really it's my only book <laughs> raising significance an mtw guide to raising independent well-rounded and confident kids listen this book is not rocket science and i'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that i'm just a mom who has figured some things out so i just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids but significant kids 
kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys, welcome back to According to Michelle on Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis right here in the studio. Okay, before I forget, I want to make sure I was giving some shout outs. And Jay Markell Watches is on my Instagram feed. And I said when I got back, I would let everybody know who he is. So it's a, a watch brand, small business entrepreneur, just kind of getting started. J M A R Q U E L watch.com and uh, you can find them on Instagram as well go check them out buy a watch and if you like it make sure you tell them MTW sent you and if not then remove my name from all of your devices okay I'm just joking wow, alright that order <laughs> in that order welcome back Facebook Instagram YouTube what is going on I can tell you what's going on right now Coca-Cola Bottling Company United and their smart water is what's going on. I really enjoy this stuff. And, you know, I've been really talking about the black alkaline water. I like the black water. See what I did there? Black is a thing right now. <laughs> black water matters. <laughs> but right now it's black smart well, water. I hope it's matters. still clean, you know. Just <laughs> it's just a term. It doesn't mean the water is black. You can still okay. see through it. Okay, okay. It runs through your body. And it gives you all kinds of, like, intense pressure and excitement and feeling and energy okay like, and then when you finish that last gulp you're like i can conquer the world okay they don't claim that i, I that's me that's all me wait that wasn't an ad that they ran that was no just that much. was an ad that was just me off the cuff <laughs> okay i'll clip it and save it we'll, thank we'll, you we'll close it for yeah we'll send it to them and be like hey do you guys want to use this it'll be one million dollars <laughs> Thank you so I, I much, Coca-Cola Bottling. I don't think I'm going to open with that, but <laughs> I like the way you're going. Thank you, Coke United, for supplying us. We appreciate you being a sponsor of the According to Michelle show. And Michelle Taylor Willis, everything. And make sure if you're walking up and down those 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 uh, those uh, aisles in whatever store you're in, look for a Coke product for whatever you I like water. I like the AHA water. Whatever you get, you drink and you enjoy it. And you make sure you tell them MTW since you. All right. Today's guest, I'm so excited about this for a lot of different reasons. One of them we may or may not talk about, but I'm just going to throw a couple things out here for you. And I'm going to throw, to me, I'm going to throw the most, his most impressive title out first. Single father, girl dad. <laughs> I love that as a girl who did not necessarily have a dad. I mean, I did have a dad, obviously I'm here, but he wasn't around much. Um, I love girl dads and I love girl dads that love being girl dads and this guy loves being a girl dad so we're just gonna start there I know right all the hearts are coming um, he's an actor a veteran actor he's got his own film company rain dance films and if I'm not mistaken is it Rain Dance Films named after your daughter? Yep. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. I love that. That's dope, actually, man. That's, I love that. Dope. I love that. Um, he has two other boys as well, but he is known for things like The Killing Secret, Fighting Angels, the series, the TPN Inspiration. Uh, you can catch him right now. He's got movies, his own projects. 
that are on Amazon Prime, and I have watched them, which he couldn't believe. He's like, you actually watched myself? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I went and watched it, so I had to see what's happening out here. Right. He's got his own talk radio show on WCEG Talk Radio, Hollywood of the South, where he interviews uh, entertainers from the film, movie, TV, and entertainment space. Mm-hmm. He is all over the place, but right now... He is in the Real 1100 AM studios with none other than Michelle Taylor Willis. Let's welcome uh, Wardell Richardson, official Wardell Richardson, what up, what up, to what up? the show. What's going on? <laughs> Let me get you turned around here on What's these cameras so oh. the good people can see you. What's what, up? With a real Wardell, please, please stand, stand up. up. <laughs> yes, I know. What's stand going up. What's, What's going, going on? on with you? Not much, man. You know, just living life, enjoying it. Yeah. You know, um, really busy right. right now, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah? Yeah. How's the summer going? Hot. Do you think it's hot? <laughs> oh, man, it's hot. I don't think it's hot. I went to the pool Sunday, and I was like, it's not hot enough. I was sweating just walking in here. Well, that's because you came in with 13 boxes. <laughs> okay, well, both of you are justified. Um, none, <laughs> this is awkward. None, none of, no, and none of those boxes had anything. I had one does. box. Okay. One box. Listen, I have to build it up. I need people to understand. You know what was in the box, by the way? Oh, your whole lighting kit. Yeah, my he brought. Kid, I want y'all. I mean, I wish you guys could see this. Um, he has. He brought his own. <laughs> his own. He's got his own camera. He's got thirteen cameras around in here. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I didn't. But he does have his own lighting kit. He's right, got his right. own stand. He's got mm-hmm. wires coming out of here. It looks like somebody's in a hospital. All these wires. <laughs> Respectfully. Here. Respectfully. Uh, <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah, you got to do it right, man. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You're absolutely right. You know and I mean? you're in the space, right? You got your own yeah. show, so you know what it's like. See? You hey, know hey, what your hey, angles are. Hey, y'all made it very clear. You know, bring what you need to make it comfortable, so I did. Well, what's funny about that is uh, if you're if you're listening on Real 1100 AM or follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis, um, when Wardell came in, I was like, gosh, what do you got? He's like, I, you told me to bring all this stuff. And I was like, I didn't tell you to bring anything. I, I don't know what you brought. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And, uh, I know, right? Like the Cavalry. You know, it's so it's beautiful having a team. Yeah. It's beautiful being able to have That's a team great. that actually does like a whole bunch of stuff that I obviously don't even know that they do. But I'm glad you got I'm glad you're here. I appreciate it. Okay, so I wait, I wanna it. I'm gonna go back and I just wanna start. Because I started with girl dad. Yeah. How did you end up taking care of your daughter? Well by yourself? the first thing is her mom is involved. So, you know, we just, um, we work really well at, at the right, with arrangements with her. Like, she's with her mom right now. But during the regular year, when school is in, she stays with me. I get her off to school. She comes home. I help her with her homework and do all that kind of stuff. And we just, it just works for us. It just works better that way. Yeah, it just works for us because, you know, I think, my, well, like you said, my daughter, my daughter's a daddy's girl all day. Like she's watching right now. Yeah, you said she keeps and blowing she, up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> she started blowing up. She she thinks that she can see me that she can call me. How no. old is she? She's six. Aww. She'll be seven in August. So August she found, She's August twenty seven. That's your birthday. We're twins, bro. What? Your birthday August 27? I will pull out my ID right now <laughs> just to prove it. Hold on. that's He's only three years older than your daughter. So. That's okay. Don't believe her on that one. Wow. Oh, no, that is. That's crazy. Here we go. So she's six. Oh, man. You are the August 27. I should For know. I had to say, I don't know why. I just felt like, I was like, I got to ask. Because, you know, it's, you never know. You, you never know. know. Well, hey, birthday right? twin. Birthday twin. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my little princess, man. That little girl keeps me going. 
Now, does she want to go into acting and all that stuff? Like, she sees you doing all this stuff? No, I, she, you know, I let her be a little girl. You know, I want her to just be a little girl. She loves Roblox, playing games, just playing with her friends and stuff. That's what she likes doing. Right. So, you know, I think as time goes on, she'll change. But I don't like to force kids into thing that, you know, they may not want to get into. Because I asked her, I said, you want to act or anything? She's like, no. I said, okay. Is she a little actress though? Oh, she can put on some tears, <laughs> man. <laughs> she can put on some tears for sure. <laughs> so how did how did she become a daddy's girl? Like, have you? I mean, is that just did she come out of the womb like that? She just she just she just that way. Um, we just click very well. We get along good. She is, and we play a lot together. You yeah. know, when we're when we together, we 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 together. Like we play, we go to the park, we have fun. You know, we play Roblox together. She loves Roblox on the iPad. That's the biggest thing for kids right now. We yeah. on them playing together, going through different uh, journeys on Roblox. So, and she even said before she's with her mom now. She even said before she went, you know, you got to play Roblox with me. I said, okay, I'll play with you. <laughs> like, so she'll call me and then she was like, let's play Roblox. So I'll be at my house, she'll be at hers, and we'll just be playing with each other on the internet. So it's fun. It's now, do you have the same relationship, that close relationship with your sons? I do. My oldest son, he is in college, and he is busy. He's doing his thing. My youngest son stay with his mom, and I usually get him on the weekend. Got you. But he, um, but it's different with girls and with boys. See, boys I have are all usually, boys. I don't see, have any girls. So they probably are they mama's boys. Uh, two of them are mama's boys. I would say. Yeah. yeah. See, usually boys are mama's boys and girls are daddy's girls. Right. You know what I'm saying? It all depends. Unless they, you know, was with their mom the whole time. Right. Right. With their mama, yeah. You know? But who taught you how to be a dad? That's a you know what? No one has ever asked me that question. I ask great questions, by the way. And they usually come out of nowhere. Just <laughs> and like I that will one. be honest with you, my father was never in my life, so it was all um just trying to be better. Mm. You know, I know how I feel not to have a father in life, so I just wanna be You like do doing the opposite, right? Right. And a lot wow. of people fall into that trap. You know, they not used to it so they just don't do it mm. i try to be the opposite i want to be better you know i think right. i think you're going to do either or you're either going to be better or you're going to fall into that same lane right right and it takes intention to be different than what you saw right correct so how did so you're were you very close with your mom are you because your mom helps you with your my daughter mom, right yeah, yeah she, so y'all are yeah. y'all are road dogs yeah that's my mom <laughs> my mom my grandmother's 97 she's still rolling too so you know, my they they're my core people right there. So, what was it like growing up? Because you're from Atlanta. Born Are you from raised. the Swats? Not the Swats. <laughs> I was I was I was mostly raised in Marietta. Okay. And then I moved back down here to Atlanta, but um, no, no, not the Swats. Not Swats. No, I ain't even gonna claim it. But you stayed. You, I mean, because some people leave, right? They mm. grow up and leave. But you stayed in Atlanta. Atlanta's where it's at. Like I thought about leaving several times, but every time I get ready to do something, something miraculous happened here in Atlanta. I'm like, I can't go. You know, when like, I was thinking about yeah, go ahead. when I was thinking about going for film, I was thinking about going to Cali. I was thinking right. about going, moving up north, and every next thing you know, everybody's coming to Atlanta. Why do I need to leave now? Mm. 
you know everything is here you want to do music everybody come to Atlanta you want to do film everybody come to Atlanta Atlanta is just a place to go even to live most people move and come here for a better living you know because Atlanta is the number one I don't know if anybody knows but I do a lot of research Atlanta <laughs> is the number one place for entrepreneurs yeah especially black females right black yeah. females so you know, when people come here, they can network, they can build their empire, whatever they want to do, and be successful at it because they got people that's willing to work with them. So let me ask you this, because you weren't always in this space, right? No, not always. Yeah. So what did you what did you think you were going to be doing? Like when you went to high school, you went to college? You know what? I wanted to be an architect. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I say that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be an architect. I did. I went to school my entire high school. For the four years I was in high school, I took um, drafting because I really love architect. I mm. like designing houses and different things. Like I designed a motor, a house. I designed a whole bunch of different stuff when I was in the class. And then when you get out of school... It's like a whole nother world opens up and you got a whole lot of decisions you want to make. Right. You know, and I tried to go. What's funny is that was the first time when I got out of school and tried to go to take architect, take, to take architecture. That was the first time that I faced racism. Really? That, like realize it was racism. Really? Because they would not let me get financial aid or anything. And I was working at McDonald's and they what? said I made too much money. Now, where I was this? You and if, you're, if you're just joining, we've got Wardell Richardson in the studio today. Actor, veteran, veteran actor, veteran actor, director, producer, entrepreneur, uh, writer, all things amazing. For sure, for sure. And uh, and and he's in on according to Michelle Radio today. So, mm-hmm. where were you? Where were you at that time? I was here in Atlanta. I was going. I wanted to go to Southern Polytech. Okay. Up in Marietta. To continue your to, to drafting, drafting and architecture. architecture okay. Yeah. Because that was one of the biggest architectural schools here, and they wouldn't let me in. They said I made too much money. I was working at McDonald's. Do you know what the ratio to black-white was when you were there? It was majority white at the time. It was very few blacks. Really? But that's when I realized. I said, it it took me a minute because right off the bat, I'm just like, why wouldn't they let me in? And then someone was like, man, come on. You trying to get financial aid and you're a black man? (laughs) <laughs> trying to do better for yourself they're not gonna let you in and that's when i realized for the first time like that was real racism like trying to get education right right that's the systemic piece right yep. you keep that from you so what happened what'd you do so after that um i continued working and working and then when i was 20 years old my oldest son was born mm. and i said okay it's time to change my life not planned stuff yeah okay, i just gotta right do here. whatever makes money at this point in time gotcha you know so i started hustling i was about know. to say we know we know it is. <laughs> <laughs> every day i'm hustling and hustling and hustling no, we know it we know it i didn't do drugs or nothing like okay, that okay okay that's where but, i was like no, street, no, no, street no, no, no. pharmacist in effect I never, you know what i was always afraid man i was scared to death out here in these streets man i used to have this guy that was in my class, and he come with these stacks of money in his pocket. He like, man, you popular, man. You should come. Nah, bro. <laughs> I was terrified in that. So life. you were scared. I'm of not that like you did not, I'm, and scared of probably getting shot over some stupid, right? Not Stay about in that your life. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him, but I'm not about that life at all. Wow. So what did? So what was hustling then? 
to me, hustling was finding something legitimate that will make money. It didn't matter if it was working at every fast food restaurant that was. I needed to make money because now I got kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it always was important to me that my kids see what I do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. if I'm out here hustling, making money, and doing what I need to do, I want it to be legit so they'll know, like, my dad did it the right way. Right. You know? Right. It doesn't matter what it was. A job is a job as long as it's a legitimate job. <laughs> So what, okay, because you were 20 at that time, no father in your, in your life, no. right? And mm. so how did you know what to do? I didn't. With my oldest, were, you, were you a good father at 20 like you are I don't now? think I was the best father at 20. What could, have, what could you have done differently, you think? Um, I was so, I was really trying, I worked a lot. And my mom was helping me still once again. I would always go get my son. I always had my place, and we, you know, we just trade him off and do whatever. And I was always trying to work and make a living, mm-hmm. you know. So I kept working, kept working, kept working, kept working. That was always my thing. But you know, and that's what my my daughter says today. So one day she told me, she said, "You work a lot, Daddy." She said that to you. Oh yeah. And I said, "Well, you kind of expensive, so <laughs> <laughs> right at six. <laughs> you know, I gotta work. You know, right. um, she likes stuff. She loves um, clothes and shopping. Even at her age, I'm like, girl, I don't know where she get this life from. But all my friends be like, man, you got her spoiled rotten. And the next guy she be with, it's over. It's over. <laughs> so you, so you had him, and you, and you're working just everywhere, just trying to make I'm money. I'm just working, just trying meet. to make money, because I didn't know what life was about. Right. You know, I'm young. I wasn't sure what life was about. I wasn't sure how to navigate. Right. I didn't know about stocks. I didn't know about all the stuff I know now. You know, so I'm just living, trying to make a living. You know, working, doing whatever I can. Right. And so. After he was born, I got a better job, and that's when I started listening to the white people talking. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. Okay, let's talk about that. Like, what is that? Okay, Wardell, actor, director, producer. Right. What What does that talk to us? Because keep in mind now, the people that are listening, right? They're listening, but they're listening to do something different too. Right. Right. So what? What does that mean? You know what? I'm going to tell you what that means. Us as black people, we, a lot of us are uneducated. Just uneducated. Okay. And we don't know. You can't do things that you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I start being around a lot of white people, they start talking about the stuff that made money. Mm. Now, us as black people, we probably couldn't do the exact same thing. But it don't hurt to try. Right. <laughs> sure. And some of those things worked. Right. You know, um, so when it comes to us. And now, well, how did you get in the space where you started listening and hanging out with more white people? Like what? But um, Was it the new job? It was the job Which I had. Was it what? was majority white people. So I worked at this place called Telly T where they made Telly oh, T tea, bags. Yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of it's white people working there. It's time for a tiny there. little tea leaves <laughs> in Telly T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked there for five years, and then I started working for AT&T and been there for, it'll be 25 years in January. Got it. So your your environment changed. My environment changed. And once your environment changed, your mindset started changing. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about, okay, keep yeah. going. I'm listening. And so when your mindset started changing, then you start researching. 
mm-hmm. you know, because I want to know more about what you're talking about. Right. You know, if this work for you, it got to work for me. I'm going right. to make it work for me. Absolutely. You know, so that's where I, that's where my mindset went. It was all about survival. And I think that as black people, that's what we do. We learn to survive. You know what I'm saying? Whether we woman or man, we, we learn to survive. Right. And we miss out on the thriving. Part, right. 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 And so once you get to a point in your life where you're saying, okay, this is working for me. I want more, mm. you know, and that's where. I started venturing off and trying to trying different businesses. I learned about taxes. I learned about, you know, investments. I learned about so many different things. And I'm just like, man, all this been under my nose this whole time. Right. I tell you one, the one things that really upset me that I did that I missed out on is when Google went on um um on stocks. Oh public, yeah. It went public. Yeah. The guy, a guy worked for Google and told me, man, you need to put money in Google right now. <laughs> he said, and I didn't know nothing about stocks. So right. I'm just like, I don't know nothing about all that. And Google <laughs> <laughs> made all that you don't money. Have, you can just out of it straight. Stop. You can stop right now. Oh, like, you don't have to finish. Man. We know where that story ends. Oh, and that was the one thing that so I feel like I missed you out missed on. You missed out on. So yeah. what did you... What do you do differently as a result of that? Missing that Now I take chances. I'm not mm. afraid to take chances. You know, mm. I hear about something and I go and I'll take a chance on stuff, you know. Right. And it and it's all it all depends on your mindset. Like, you know, you don't have to put everything you got into something. Right. But you can take a chance and try it and see what happens. Right. And if things start changing, then put a little more. Right. Put a little more, you know. Right. It's all about you know, taking your time, understanding what's going on, reading, networking. Because if you listen to people who know about these different things, it's going to pan out. It's going to work out in the long At run. some point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I love this. We got veteran actor, director, writer, producer, sure. radio show host, uh, entrepreneur, um, Long-standing corporate guy, <laughs> Wardell Richardson, in the house today on According to Michelle. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be 5 o'clock, which means it's time for a senseless shenanigans. That's my own little, yeah. And at 5.30, we got a treat for you guys. we got a new monthly segment, Mark's Moment. Mark Morial, president of the National Urban League, will be calling in to talk to us today and give us a report on the state of black America. So we got a whole nother hour to go, guys. You don't want to touch your dial. You don't want to leave the room. You don't want to do anything. Because we got more according to Michelle on the backside of this break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys. Welcome back to According to Michelle. It is the top of the year hour. That is 5 o'clock right here on Real Radio. Real 1100 AM. According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis, we got the man, the myth, the legend, the official Wardell Richardson. Yes, no fakes allowed. In <laughs> the house. I tell him like, he has got like, um, his, his, his name is a sea of consonants. <laughs> I have to really be intentional about how I say his name. It's so good to have you on According to Michelle right now. Special shout out so, to all my Facebook and Instagrammers at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. I want to make sure I say thanks to everybody who came out to the Taste of Sofu last Friday night. The next one is July 14th. 
in Union City. We take this festival to all the cities, all the eight cities, and all of SoFu here in South Fulton County in Atlanta. And it was an amazing turnout last week. It's going to be a great turnout in July for vending opportunities or if you'd like to perform, if you're a dancer, singer, actor, whatever you want to do. Come perform a monologue for us. All you got to do is email tastesofu at gmail.com. Tastesofu at gmail.com. Um, let them know I sent you and um, and we can see you maybe on stage July 14th. All right, it is 5 o'clock. That means it's time for Senseless Shenanigans. At 5.30, we got Mark Morial, president of the National Urban League, calling in. What we got, Jarrell, for Senseless Shenanigans today? All righty. So... Today's sense of shenanigan is all the way out in Texas. Oh, good. Texas man. Yeah. I w- well, ooh, not man. Um, Texas woman. N- neither, actually. We are. Texas cat? Texas individuals. We are talking about high schoolers. Um, okay. Texas m- kids. Yes, Texas kids. Texas community. <laughs> Outside of one of the major cities, a small town called Marlin, Texas. Okay. They had to postpone their graduation for their high schoolers. Because only five students were reportedly eligible to graduate. What? Oh, wait, I think I saw this. And I wanted to be crystal, crystal clear that this was true before I came on here and started talking about it. A high school had to move his graduation because only five students were reportedly eligible to graduate. Now, it's not a big senior class. Put it like that. But it's still enough to where five people, come on, y'all, we're we're not going to do this. How many, tell me there were... I don't even want How many kids total are in the class? Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. 33. Oh, 33. <laughs> 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 so there are 33. Sully totally took you out of I know. I was like, Scotty Pippen. And you know, we didn't even talk about Scotty Pippen. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about Scotty Pippen. I got morals. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's even, dirty. We didn't even talk about Scotty Pippen, but that's fine. That's fine. So 33 potential graduates. Yes. And only five graduates? Yep. 20, and so they canceled graduation. Yep, 28 out of the 33 were not eligible to graduate. So, so what they do have, like, they had a party at Golden Corral for the five? <laughs> no, they pretty much told everybody to pack their stuff up and go home. They gave the five, I believe, their, you know, diplomas. I think obviously. that's not, wow. Yeah, but that ain't cool because I've worked 12 years. Consistently. And because of some some... Nimrods, for lack of a better term. I don't want to talk anybody's kids. <laughs> but now I don't get my chance to walk across the stage. It's my turn. No. It's not a thing. Yep. I would be, if I were parents, I would be protesting that right now. Be like, you're not going to deny my child the opportunity to walk across the stage. Yeah, apparently they had a mandatory meeting for pan- parents and seniors. But I don't know which is, like... Was the meeting with the ones that graduated? I feel like the meeting should have been with the ones that didn't meet the requirements, you know? So what So what are they doing with these kids? Are they, do they go back to school? Like, what, are they in summer school? I mean, I, I'm so confused right now. This is like the George Bush No Child Left Behind on a whole <laughs> different state. How did they get this far? You know what I mean? I'm concerned about the teachers. Like, what, the, what were the teachers doing? What is the school? What is the school? What was like, the procedure? These, <laughs> speaking of expeditiously, they need Joe Clark. I wish Joe Clark was oh still alive. Gosh. They need Joe Clark. He needs to go in there and put all those locks on the doors, carry his bat around. Who's the coming crazy Joe? Not a coming Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're missing Move that. through these halls expeditiously. Sam, you smoke crack, don't you? I said you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> That's this whole. This you didn't whole even see lean on me. 
No, I've heard of Lean to Me. You I've heard not the song, the movie. <laughs> okay, don't do that because that's terrible. <laughs> that ill. Don't don't. don't. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'll be your friend. No, ain't nobody talking about that Lean on Me. <laughs> Sheesh. All right. So what are they doing? Are they? I mean, the kids are graduating. What are they going to community college or something? I'm sorry. The community college. No, it's they pretty much just put it up in the air. All the students that have gotten, I, I don't know. It looks like they haven't talked about doing a graduation walk. But I think that's ridiculous, and I think it's sad that's for the sad. kids. That that's very sad. It is. What I feel like President Biden needs to get involved if he can make it over there without tripping. They did say cancel, but they did say delay. So how long? Because we're what? We're in June. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, God. Sheesh. I think that's awful. And it is senseless. It's really, there's two senseless pieces to this. One is that these poor little five kids can't graduate or they can't walk across the stage. They can't have their moment. Yeah. And two, that you got a whole graduating class. I know it's only 20, wait, 33 minus 5, 28. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of graduation. Stop. Uh, there's only 28 kids. But, like, that's, I mean, they can't, what is happening yeah, the teachers, of, the school system, like, what's going on here? Uh, a lot oh. of parents were just confused. Is it a majority black school, majority white school? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I've never been to this part of Texas. It could be Hispanic. Marlin High School. Literally, it's called Har- Marlin it's Texas High School. Texas or Florida? Texas. Texas. Texas, Texas, yeah. That's crazy. All right, Jarrell. Well, I feel mm. bad for a lot of people in that scenario, and that is, I mean, this is where we live, man. I'm, I, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> With all this stuff going on, I just, I, I hate to be this way, but if I were God, which I'm not, nor do I care to be, I would Noah's Ark this place. Bring him out, bring him out. <laughs> I would Noah's Ark this place and just start over and be like, you know what? I am God. I know I said I wasn't going to do this, but I, y'all can give me one regret. You are my regret, human race. And I guarantee you everyone's concern is going to be that God's a woman. You know, <laughs> it's just how simple-minded we are as Get humans. You know what I mean? Shenanigans! (laughs) Thank you, Jarrell. Thank you, thank you, thank you for Um, some of the shenanigans. Also, though, I do have a theory on that. I think COVID... On shenanigans? No, no, no. On just that. I think COVID messed up a lot of the kids with the whole online and going back to school because they didn't take it seriously. So maybe that's a big factor. Because they missed those... Because this is that part of the generation, like... 2020 they were middle school high school definitely that's fair the swing of things that's so. fair i would love to see what that what that rate of decline in education looks Before like comparatively well to all the other schools oh and like general. are the graduation rates right now down because i mean yeah. like if there's a if there's a, a a direct correlate between that then i could take that as an excuse if there is not then, yeah. then it's a no bueno oof so that's well, where i am we're hoping for the best y'all hoping for the best I got wow. the best. I don't have to hope for the best. I got it sitting right in front of me. That is senseless shenanigans for sure. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that was I, I, I should give you. I think you that amazing compliment I just gave you. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you so much, guys. We got Wardell Richardson in the house. Actor, writer, director, creator, uh, father, radio show host, all things wonderful in the house today. Okay, so tell us when we love you. I mean, you've taken us through your story. Um, and you've had quite an amazing, you know. Yeah. So you at the, you have one kid, and then you end up having another boy. Mm-hmm. You're working at Tetley T. Mm-hmm. You listen, start listening to white people. Get put onto some game. Mm-hmm. Lost some money. Started making some money. Right. You have another kid at some mm-hmm. point. Right. And where does this acting bug start? Because you started acting first, right? Right. I well, actually, 
in my early 20s, I got into the whole modeling thing. I was doing runway modeling. How tall are you? Like 6'4"? Um, an inch from 6'5". Yeah. Yeah, I'll round up. You're 6'5". <laughs> so let me see your hands. Yeah. Are you have big old hands? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Sheesh. All right. Well, yep, those are yep. some big ones over there. All right, keep going. <laughs> the bigger than not people. No, I'm just. Um, so, <laughs> no, I um I got to a point in my life where you know I start. I found a job that was good, making good money. Yeah. Been there for years. That's AT and T. Yes. Okay. And so I've built enough where I can film and do everything I want to, and take plenty of time off if I need to for work. Right. Um, from working there for so long. So did the so, modeling kind of automatically kind of transition into the acting? Like, do you remember? It did. I was I was actually dating somebody <laughs> at the time who was a model actress. Okay. And she kind of introduced me to the whole acting field. Okay. And the first thing I did was audition for a theatrical stage play. And I got the role. And a month before the show, the lead guy disappeared. And they bumped me up to the lead guy. So were you his understudy or were you I in a whole other? So you I weren't even just, understudy? No. Okay. And they said, can you learn his lines? I said, I guess. You know. <laughs> How old were you at this point? I was, I want to say I was around 25. Okay. And I got into it. I did the show. I was so scared. I was terrified. Scared. Really? I was out there sweating bullets and everything. On stage? Not well. When I got on stage, I got calm. Right. But before I got on stage, I was sweating. I was so scared. And I said, okay. After I did that first show, I said, okay, I need to take some classes. So then I started taking classes. And um, after I took classes, I started landing more roles in theater. So for the first two to three years all i did was theater which is a great training ground now right. was that first one will a real man please stand yep. okay got that it was right. you, and you, you, you somebody done did their research actually you know what? i'm gonna give <laughs> um, i think i told y'all i hired my kids i had all three of my three of my kids last uh last week and so one of them is a research assistant okay and he does my research now so yep. it's him 14 year old shout out to tw yep <laughs> will a real man please stand that was yep. the first one i did and I just did it for years after that. I was doing maybe two or three shows at a time. Which is great. That's amazing training yeah. ground. And it taught me a lot because, you know, theater is way harder than TV. Yes, it is. In theater, once you hit that stage, <laughs> it's a wrap. It is. Whatever you, it is. You, whatever, it is. you better learn how to improv or yeah. whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I remember this one time we got on stage and there was this table and the whole table fell over. And we played it like it was supposed to happen. That's right. You know, um, but it, you know, if you go see the same play three times in a row, it'll, it'll be, be different totally different every it time. Will. It will. Yeah. It will. You know, we just finished that run of Never Play With A Woman's Heart. Shout out to Dana um, S. Hubbard. And it's hilarious the things that happen that. I hate we're I missed that too. I was out of the country. It was really good. But I heard you were great. You did. I, I think did. you did tell me that. Thank yep. you. Yeah. I heard you. Who were told great. you that? Penny. No, um, I have a I have a friend of mine who went to see it, and they called me because I, I told him I said I think that's the one Michelle is in. Yeah, and uh, her name is Stacy, and I said I think that's the one my friend Michelle is in. She said, 
She said, which one was she? I said, you'll know her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. And then she said, I think she's the pretty one with the attitude that came out there. I said, does she have an attitude? Because <laughs> oh, I didn't know your role, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I, I bet that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had, I had a little bit of an attitude in this one, but only yeah. after I had been treated so wrongly. I normally, I, I mean, Lori, that's the character. So I played right. the female lead. I okay. played opposite okay. um, the, the male lead. Okay. And I, she was sweet as pie, but, what? you know, she was getting her heart broken, yeah. so she had to. She had to turn she over. She had to, I mean, we had to see some levels in this oh, character. Yeah. So that's oh, what she yeah. saw. That's, that's sweet, how it though. worked. Tell Stacy I said thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I will. Um, but, yeah, to your point, yeah, once you hit that stage, it's like. Yeah. And and then I got a taste of TV, and that was it. So what? How'd you get the taste of TV? Because people are listening that want this, right? What you know, did you did it fall in your lap? I I auditioned for. So I started looking for TV, anything that was TV. I just wanted to try so it. So you just get on Google know? and start looking for. Well, stuff. you or know, did you have face, an agent? Facebook at okay. the time I didn't have an agent. Okay. Facebook just had those groups where they was promoting people who was auditioning and everything. Gotcha. They still got several groups. And then you got lovetoact.com and stuff like that. So I got on there, looked for some stuff. I submitted for this TV series called uh, Power, Love, Power, Respect or something like that. Power, Love, Respect. It was one, some, some kind of way like that. Yeah. And I said, oh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Really? <laughs> that was it. That's all it took me that one time. I said, this is what I want to do. I booked the role. It was a small role. And after that, every year I had a different goal. Um, and then eventually I got a lead role in a feature film. And, and then I just kept getting lead roles in feature films. And I said, okay, I, I, I got good with the lead roles. I want to learn how a producer, what a producer does, what a director do, you know, the different levels of producing. You know, I just wanted to learn everything. Right. And that's when I started producing. You know, I started, I read up on how to be a producer, what a producer does. I started producing my first project, and then I, st I wound up working with another film company. I became the CFO of that film company, and I produced every film we did. From that point on, so I really got my hands on it. It's like everything I I thought of and put in my mind, like I want to do this, it came to fruition. So I'm I'm just very thankful of where I am now because now I own my own film company, mm -hmm. Rain Dance. Yep, and I produce, I write, I direct, I do it all, and you know I got a lot of projects that I'm working on right now. Uh, shout out to Boss Lady May. She is, you know, she got a book tour. So she hired us to film it for, for it to be TV ready. That's dope. And she's going to be in uh, Las Vegas. We got to go to Las Vegas, North Carolina, uh, Washington, D.C., you know, all these different states. Shooting, filming her, doing her book tour. She's going to have shows, uh, artists performing and all that kind of stuff. And then she got two TV series and a and a holiday movie that she wants us to shoot as well. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And then I have a huge movie project that I acquired on my own with a woman named um, Tawana Williams, who was born without arms. 
Oh yes, I remember. I yeah, you told so, me about this. Yeah, yeah. That's um, Eagle Without Wings. Yeah, that's right. That's a huge, huge, uh, a big, big film project. Big, big budget film project. Wow, and, and you're you're and on it. My my film company was hired to do it. That's crazy. And so we're working on that as we speak. Um, and it, her whole story was crazy because her mother was given the drug thalidomide back in the day. Was, was supposed to kill her, but she survived, and she was born with defects, Sheesh. with no arms and legs. I mean, she got legs, but um, she got ample use of her legs, but she does everything. She draws, eats, and everything with her feet. So it was... <laughs> she, Isn't that crazy? She, I know. My intern is like, Jalen's like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. And there's nothing on... There's never been nothing on TV like it. So I'm looking forward to doing that project. Right. Um, her story. How do you cast for her role? You know what's funny? What's funny is we found people. It, it was it's interesting. It's people out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, to find somebody that does, is, is in her situation with no arms and limited use, but, but that can act but, and know how to be on she, set. And she is one of the biggest motivational speakers in the world. So people like her follow her. Right. So it was kind of easy to find somebody. To that find could. somebody. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So let me, I want to back up for a second. We got Wardell Richardson in the house today, guys, on According to Michelle on Real 1100 AM. Um, Michelle Taylor Willis. And you said when you got on set, you did that first TV role. Mm -hmm. You knew that's what you wanted to do for the, for rest, the rest of your of life. life. What happened? What happened on that set? It was just a feeling. It was, you know how, when, as a woman, you yeah. walk into a store and you see a dress. And you're like, that's me. That's, I got to have that dress. Right. And you buy that dress. Yes. Even if you ain't got the money in the account, you're getting that dress. Yes. <laughs> I have been there. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That uh, was can the you feeling. please transfer some money in my <laughs> <laughs> That was the money. That was that was the feeling I had when I got in front of the camera. I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Really? Hands down. And I wanted to learn everything about it. You know, and you know something is for you when you love the good and the bad about it. That's right. Right. You know, when right. you come across stuff that's bad, you you deal with it and just keep moving because you love it so much. You know, it's not even like a huge problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and it's funny you mentioned that. We got to take a quick break here. But you you say you have an extreme passion for the arts. I do. An extreme passion. Mm -hmm. And you just described that, right? The mm -hmm. things that are awful about it, mm -hmm. you still love. Yeah, because it's a learning process. It's a learning process. Right. Usually when things go wrong or you have to deal with things that are negative, there's some good in everything. Mm. And the good is the, learn, the part that you learn from. You just got to find out why that happened and what part of that was for your knowledge. Right. Right, because there's always the learning in it, right? Mm -hmm. There's always going to be the learning in it. What is, as we take us a break on this, to date, what has been your biggest learning being in this industry? The biggest thing I learned is to be humble. Mm. And, um, you know, it's a lot of people in this industry that say things and do things that are wrong or inappropriate or they just think they are bigger than 
whatever. Right. Like they'll do one commercial where they chew it eating a burger and they think they the biggest thing out. <laughs> you know? And so they, you know, when you try to talk to them and say, Hey, I want to interview you on the show, whatever they have an attitude about it or they say something crazy. I know why you laughing. So it's stuff. <laughs> it's things that has happened. It wasn't me, by the way. That's not why I'm laughing. Let's just be clear. For sure, that was we, not we're me. We're not even going to talk we about why. We won't talk about who, who that was, but I do know who he's talking I know one person. I, I, I <laughs> but it, when you learn, when you learn, and then you find out later, oh, man, you know, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I mean, it's a learning process. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to treat everybody as if they're somebody. That's right. Because you, you never know might, how it's going to turn around. Know. You never you know. know. You never know who's paying attention. Like, that was a woman who kept talking to me, and I wound up getting this lead role in this movie some years back. And I had no idea she was, like, one of the a legend in the industry. Mm. And she worked with opposite Diane Carroll back in the day. Wow. And everything. And, and I wound up playing opposite her in her movie. Wow. All because I was just nice to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talking nice, to her. Nice, you know? nice, so, nice goes a long way. Yeah. Just treating everybody the same. With the same respect, it's all good. Yep. Guys, it is 522. got to take a quick break. When we come back, we will have Mark Morial from the National Urban League. On According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis, 404-603-8770 if you want to call in and talk. You can, but what you should not do, what you cannot do is leave because we got more According to Michelle when we come back. Stay tuned. Michelle. Michelle. All right, we are back in the house on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got Wardell Richardson in the house. He is bopping back and forth. Like, uh, he's that he's settled in now. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Actor, veteran, producer, director. Um, and 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 here's the thing: when we went to break, I asked him what what's the biggest thing you've learned in the industry? He said, remain humble. Be humble. Absolutely. Stay humble. Like that. If it, his biggest takeaway so far is that. Yep. Is that. And that that's what it is. And here's something. My guest last week said something that I'm going to use. She's actually in corporate America. Mm -hmm. And she has her own line um, of, of sportswear. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you if this is the same for you. She said that her corporate job is her angel investor for her for her. Um, her small business. Mm. I was like, I love that. That is a very good. Isn't that? I was like, man, I've yeah. heard a lot of stuff, but and I was like, I will be taking that. Thank you very much, Angel. But I'm gonna give her credit. Just J. Mm. That is from Just J. And follow her at Just J. Where that's J U S T J A I, W E A R. She has beautiful. Things that are just as comfortable as Lululemon and Nike. If you want that feel, you want that look, you want that quality without the price tag, then you need Just J, where you can follow her. I am Just J. That's J-A-I. Go buy her stuff. Support her. She's a breast cancer um, survivor advocate, mental health awareness advocate, and she is all things wonderful. I am Just J. Just J, where... Go buy yourself, wear it. And when you're running, think about the empty doves because I'm the one that told you about it. Okay. Angel investor. Mm. Is that how you look at your corporate job? You know what's funny? I, I, and I'll be honest with you. I hadn't even thought of that, but 
That is an awesome idea. That's all because honestly, you know, me working my job has been was funding. Right. My, I know. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. That's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. And Man, it's working it's, well. Yeah. And it's working well. Okay, hold that thought. I believe we have our um, caller on the line. I told you guys earlier that Mark Morial, uh, president of the National Urban League, was going to call in and give us a report. He called in a few weeks back when he was promoting the state of black, black America. Um, they released a report, and he's come, calling in to give us just a few minutes of some high um, key takeaways and key points from the state of black America. He is a former mayor of New Orleans. His dad was the first black mayor. When you go to Essence Festival, you walk into the Morial Convention Center. That is who is about to be on the line with us right now. Mark Morial from National Urban League. Mark, are you there? Hey. Hey. I am here, here, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me. I'm honored to be on your show today. And good afternoon to your wonderful listening audience. What is going on? Where, what, what, well, hey, hey. Where are you today? The state of black America is always uh, filled with important issues. And, you know, we released the report a few uh, weeks back in Atlanta at Morehouse College to focus on hate and extremism and how we respond to it in this country. Uh, but, but even now, we are working uh, the state of black America to protect the right to vote, to protect the right to learn and the right to history, and, and to protect these very, very important principles, you know, in the 21st century. And this is what we're up against. So the report decided to deal with a tough issue, hate, extremism, and white supremacy, uh, which is impacting now politics and the way elected officials want. Used to be that it was on the fringe. Now it's crept into the mainstream. And so we've all got to be focused. We've all got to be woke. We've all got to be energized. And we've all got to be willing to work and fight back. So what are, what, give me a, two key takeaways, Mark. From the so one report. key takeaway from the report is that from a just sheer number standpoint, the number of hate crimes in America against all groups has dramatically increased against African Americans, Latinos, uh, people of, uh, of, of uh, Jewish people, is uh, people of the Islamic faith, uh, Asian Americans, Latinos, LGBTQ. Hate crimes have dramatically increased. Hate-filled acts of violence have dramatically increased in this country. That's a really significant takeaway and and now you have bills being introduced across the nation to ban books, ban the teaching of history, ban uh, if you will curricula related to this is tangible steps and the report documents that as a call to action for us to work uh, if you will to fight against that. So the report is online at stateofblackamerica.org, and we just encourage people to be active citizens, active voters, engage in the conversation, and engage in the debate. So let me, uh, I want to double-click on this, um, Mark. Okay. Why is there an increase? So if you ask me to be candid, I think it's the Trump effect. I think Donald Trump... Uh, unleashed with his approach to the presidency, uh, 
a set of forces. Now, was he responsible for it? Totally no, but he was an igniter of, uh, of this movement to say to this movement, it's okay to come out and be in the mainstream. I really believe his candidacy, Trumpism as a philosophy, has been one of the drivers of this across the nation. When it comes to violence, easy access to guns. Easy access to guns. So it's one thing to hate. It's another thing to go and kill people like, uh, like Buffalo uh, if you hate people. Or to go to Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston because you hate people. Or go to Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh because you hate people. And use violence to carry out hate. That, too, is, if you will, energized by easy access to weapons. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a lollipop in most cities in America. So, okay, it's, uh, gosh, I, you got to come, you got to come on the show. We need to talk about this for two hours, but a couple things. One, you said access to, to guns, and this is increased. Is this reversible? I think it has to be reversible because we're in an environment now, Michelle, where 50,000 people die from gun violence in America each year. Some by homicide, some by suicide, some by mass killings, some because the police kill citizens, some because we kill each other. So none of it is acceptable to me. All of it is reprehensible. We could start by banning assault weapons. We could start by saying you've got to get a background check. It won't hurt hunters. It won't hurt responsible gun owners. It would be a step we could take. If we save five lives or ten lives or fifteen lives, it is worth it if you believe uh, that saving lives is important. So, Mark, and, and if you're just joining, we got Mark Morial, National Urban League president online, talking about the State of Black America report that was just released a few weeks ago. Mark, okay, so if we let's say we instituted these things today, how long do you think it would take for us to actually see the effect? Because, I mean, it, it seems almost overnight that this gun violence has just gone. I mean, it's it's just it's it's so rapid. Would we see that in in a reversal? Would we see that much of an effect? I think we see change. I think it, I think we see change immediately. Okay. I think we'd see demonstrable change over a year's period. I think we would save lives. Look, we stand in a very select company of countries in America that have the level of gun violence that we do. This is not good. It is not normal. It makes people live in fear. It turns in some cases, a hater into a killer. In some cases, it turns a small dispute or beef. We see killings by us against us. That is wrong. The police killing us is wrong. Hate crimes are wrong. So we need to understand that people say, it's a, yeah, it's a mental health problem, but it's a mental health problem combined with access to a weapon. Okay, and that is what I'm saying. So all across this issue, people don't like to deal with this because it provokes debate and controversy. But let it provoke debate and controversy 
We know what we need to do. Many nine states have passed these sorts of bans and background checks. But effectiveness only comes if it's done on a national basis. Right. True effectiveness, I should say. Right, 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 right. Um, okay, last question. Um, you know, speaking of hate, and I, I opened the show with this a little bit, you've heard, obviously, the story about the woman who was killed um, by the, the white woman, that her neighbor, because she went to try to go get the iPad from her, uh, from her that her kids, you know, left in the, in the field. And they just arrested her last night. And this is a direct parallel to what you're talking about, right? That um, hate so strong that you would use violence to, you know, to communicate it. And then hate so strong, like I said earlier, that you're willing to risk your life for it, right? Because she's going to spend the rest of her life in jail or prison or whatever that's going to be. Um, what has the Urban League taken a stance on this specific incident yet and and these four children now that are without a mom and you know this whole thing now we are if you will certainly going to take a stand that this person be fully prosecuted to the full extent of the law we need the system to be able to work and the notion that she's exempt from it you know, because of staying your ground or some other uh, legal machinations. Look, you cannot see someone, and because of the color of their skin, immediately be threatened. That's what hate does. That's what hate does, and we can't sanction it. Yeah, wow. All right, we got to get you live in the studio. I know we're going to be talking to you once a month for Mark's Moment every four weeks here on the According Yeah, we're looking show. forward to it, and, you know, look, we're talking about hate, but I want to encourage people. We ought to also be about embracing each other, not turning on each other, turning to each other, uh, and, and, and spreading respect and, and love in our communities. That's what we really need. So I challenge myself every day. Let's challenge ourselves to, to, to be more respectful of each other uh, and, and to spread a sense of love uh, throughout the community. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, thank you so much, Mark Morial from the National Urban League. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you in a, in a few weeks. All right, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. That's crazy, right? She could possibly get off. It, well, like because I said, she's in. I mean, like I said, she's in Florida. Yeah, Florida got. And Florida got they, they 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 they're running rampant yeah. in Florida. They're running rampant in Florida, but. But back to you, we got Wardell Richardson in the house, actor, uh, director, producer, yep, entrepreneur, yep, yep. You know, all these things, single father, uh, father nonetheless. Um, just a couple things I want to piggyback here, I mean, um, jump on, because I know you got some upcoming projects, right? Mm -hmm. But I do want to let people know that you're an award-winning actor, mm -hmm. right? Um, right? Still Standing Foundation Award for collaboration on the domestic violence film The Last Time which I, I didn't see it in its entirety, but I saw clips of this, and that's a powerful film. Mm -hmm. I can a, see you the whole film. That's, I would love to see it. That's a powerful yeah. film. I, the clips I saw, I was like, ooh, this guy's a real yeah. Richard. Was, <laughs> man, and you know what? That was light compared, compared to the to last it. one I just did. Uh-oh. <laughs> and and uh, for the last time, you got the 2018 Atlanta Actors Award. So mm -hmm. you, you really are making waves. In the space, and you got some upcoming stuff. I know you're doing tons of stuff with Boss Lady mm -hmm. May. You got your own stuff coming. Uh, real quick, before we go to break, I want to talk about 
Night. <laughs> I want to talk about night. Yep, and yep. I mean, obviously, I have a little bit of a vested interest in night. But I, I got to tell you, um, I mean, you know, I get scripts all the time. Mm -hmm. I get projects all the time either to invest or maybe, mm -hmm. you know, um, do some work on. And and so when, I, when you sent me this script, I think I told you this, and I read the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I got to the end, and the, the end of the first episode is a real cliffhanger. Right. And I literally was like, oh, my gosh, I got it. It was late. Right. I told you this. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I got to read the second. I got to go read the second <laughs> That's episode. That's everybody goes through. It was so good. Tell us a little bit about this project um, and what your plans are for that. Well, first, um, Night is a project that I wrote, and it's partially based off of my life in essence. I put a bit of my life into that project, so that's why I can't sell it. I got to put it out there, you know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but night itself, so back in high school, you know, I used to get teased when I was younger because of my skin color, you know, I'm dark and all that kind of stuff. So I made a project where your, your darkness is your power. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Um, I, I, I kind of owned my 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 darkness. Right. And what you know other what people might have perceived as weakness, right. you use as strength. Yeah. I use as strength. Yeah. And that's how mm -hmm. I like to turn things around in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, you may think that's a weakness, but I'm going to make this a strength on its own. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because I got a friend of mine's on here right now watching, and she is a dark-skinned woman herself, so she's been through some stuff, and... Um, it's, it's interesting how people take people of different color, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I don't know if they're insecure about the color or if they really see it as a weakness. I don't know. But for me, I needed to find something to celebrate mm. my color. That's right. And that's why I wrote night. And, and it is kind of like a superhero kind right. of thing, right? Like, yeah. that really is your power. Right. It really is your power. And right. it's interesting, too, the main character who's based on you right. is an architect. Right. Right? I told you it was part yeah. of my life, stuff that I really wanted to do. Because um, in, in that project, the lead guy has an issue with his father. Hey, issues with my father. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a whole different, you know, I put a lot of me into that. Right. And so... And it's, it's a sci-fi action drama. Sci-fi action drama. Right. So, Which we don't do a lot. I mean, right, a lot um, of people don't do it. What was the one that was on HBO not too long ago? Um, the show. I can't remember. That was kind of, and it, they canceled it after one show. Right. I can't remember the name of it, but. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, one of the things I love about. Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft. Sorry, just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jerome. That was a good movie. <laughs> it was a really good series, yeah. and they canceled it. But yeah. that we don't do a lot of action vibe thriller, right. and so that, right. that you got that. It was kind of interesting too. Right, and it's something that I really wanted to do. So you know, I thought through every character. There's a storyline for every character right. in the project, um, and then after I met you, I was like. I know the perfect person <laughs> that you can play. <laughs> and, you know, so you definitely got a part in it. I can't uh, wait. I don't want to give it away. No, let's not tell them. Let's not tell them. <laughs> but I am excited. I told yeah. you when, when we spoke last time, I've already, 
I'm starting to commit commit her yeah. to memory. Commit yeah, because we get ready. We're gonna be doing that soon. I've been talking to my team. Everybody want me to do that project so Cause bad because it, lo- it looks so and good. It, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. All right, we gotta take a, a quick break, a final break. I know it's been it, it goes so good. fast. We got Wardell Richardson in the house, veteran actor, producer, director, all the things that has been your uh, radio show host. You gotta check out his show, Hollywood of the South. He's been doing it for the last. Four years, it's live radio. We come back, we're going to close this thing out on According to Michelle, Real 1100 AM. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Michelle. Michelle. You can cha-cha-cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female that you heard thus far. And I do get better. The voice gets wetter. Nobody gets hurt. As long as you let her. Do my thing with an 89 swing, but don't miss the light of guaranteed delight. Cause to the hip-hop maniac, the uptown maniac, in full effect, <laughs> MT dubs is back. <laughs> All right, we are back. But unfortunately, we got to go. Oh my gosh, Man. what now? Was this amazing? This was great. I'm I so enjoyed glad myself. You this did? One of the, I'm telling you, this is by far one of the best shows I've been on. What? Except for yours, right? Uh, <laughs> Except you know, my for show yours. is dope. I, you know, I, 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 I like this. Is this is this is has been a great show. I love it. I'm glad. For real. I'm glad. For real. For real. You guys got to follow him. Official Wardell Richardson at W A R D E L L. Richardson on Instagram on everything you can find him there. He's yep. got shows on Tubi right now, movies on Tubi, Amazon Prime, Peacock. Peacock. Yep. He's everywhere. And here's the thing: if y'all paid attention, you learned something. If you paid attention today, you learned something. Final thoughts, Wardell. Final thoughts, man. Um, you check me out. I got a lot of stuff coming up. A book tour. With Boss Lady May, make sure you catch us when we're here in Atlanta. We're going to be in Atlanta, uh, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, and te- and um, Tennessee. Did mm. I say that already? I think I did. I don't, I don't know. know. But, One um, of the T states. <laughs> we're going to be, uh, we're going to do five states, and it's going to be recorded. It's going to be TV ready, so... It's, it's going to be something dope. We're going to put together something real nice for that. That same woman have two TV series and a uh, holiday movie that we'll be shooting uh, next year. So be ready for that. One of the TV series we're going to be shooting this year, um, the pilot for it. And um, I'm working on a big budget film called Eagle Without Wings. That's going to be something you definitely got to watch. I can't wait to be in that. That's I mean, see it. <laughs> <laughs> That See what I did there. That was great. See that what was I great. Did there. See what you know, I did that's there. gonna be a big project. And um plus I have my own scripts and T V series, the one called Night that Michelle is gonna be part Cannot of. Cannot wait. Cannot um wait. that that one is being looked at by a lot of a lot of um networks. So that one's gonna be picked up and you know, my wish my wish for it is to be a Netflix original. Okay. Project. All right. So all you, you got to put it out there and see it. Way, hey, Execute against it. It's going to make it happen. Thank you so much for coming in no doubt, today. No doubt, man. I appreciate having you. Come back anytime. Call in. Let us see you. Make sure you follow this guy, officialwardellrichardson.com. Sure. We empower, inspire, motivate. That's what we're here to do. If you listen today, even for 10 minutes, you got something that is actionable. You could take what he said away and apply it to your business your life whether you want to be an actor whether you want to be an entrepreneur it doesn't matter you're working for somebody 
You hear things that are life-changing on According to Michelle every Wednesday right. at 4 p.m. I'm Michelle Taylor Willis. I'll be at the Taste of Tofu July 14th in Union City. Um, and then Taste the Taste of I'm going to have to come check that out. you got to come check it out. It's, I host that event. It's amazing. Uh, you can watch According to Michelle TV on the VTV network. Down the app. Search According to Michelle. I'm there. You can follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. Make sure you check out the Juneteenth Festival next week in Morrow on Juneteenth. i got to go get something to eat. So right now that means I am out. <laughs>